the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, followed closely, of course, by your friendly neighborhood radio talk show host. We're always pleased to help out the cause in any way we can. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands, Tea Party Patriots, and the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative Groups in the Inland Empire of Southern California. Uh, pleased to be joined today by Mark Ang, who does practically everything. You see him on Facebook and social media. He's meeting these, this and that famous person. You know, I don't know how, how he has time to hold down uh, his day job. But he's uh, pleased to join us this week as co-host, and we'll we will uh, we'll kick things around. And uh, welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you so much, Greg. Excited for a discussion. We have so much to talk about. So um, happy to get right to it. Yeah, you think can we find anything? Is there anything? Is there anything of importance going on? <laughs> Biden destroying our country. Yeah. Well, you know, Johnny Depp won. Is he? He won that trial. Yeah, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on that. First of all, um, I just want to say that I am not um, I am not a a Johnny Depp fan at all. Um, But in this case, I'm glad that it brought about a discussion about uh, domestic abuse targeted at males. So that was an important uh, discussion that we needed to have. And I think the verdict was also supportive of uh, um, now challenging the notion of believe all women. So I really like that those two things came came up. But I, I really think um, there's a lot more uh, layers of the onion and we can get to that uh, because uh, I believe that both parties were toxic. I mean, these these two people, it takes two, you know, most uh, people's relationships are not crazy like this. And um, for that to be depict- depicted as normal and picking sides, yeah, there is uh a sense of someone did more wrong than the other. But I think that the the verdict of because um, actually a lot a lot of people don't mention the fact that Johnny Depp still had to pay two million to Amber Heard on her end, um, yeah. even though she had to pay 15 million there. Um, that that little detail there shows that both sides were um, at fault, but one was definitely more at fault than the other. But neither are angels, Greg. So curious about your thoughts on it. Um, I am proud to say I did not watch a second of the trial. I have been seeing headlines about it. So it was about, you know, partway through this, I asked them, but what's, what are these people fighting about? I had <laughs> zero attention to it. Like I said, it was, it was a defamation claim. She wrote an article in, well, I didn't even write a question whether she actually wrote the article or not, but it was under her name in the Washington Post, accusing him of, of abuse. And he sues for, he sues for defamation. And uh, hence this, I don't know, this multi-week trial and why, why either of them would want to get into all this stuff of their relationship in public. I I don't know, but sometimes you know if you, if you can't settle it, you end up either you drop your case or you have to go forward to trial. I, I guess they they could have agreed to binding arbitration, and this would have been all in private. Um, and why they didn't do that, I'm not I'm not sure. But I just the one thing I would really know is that um, Amber Heard can take a crap in my bed for five million dollars. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think many men feel that way, but you know, the crazy you have to deal with after, is it worth it? I mean, right. Greg, uh, thanks for actually summarizing that. Cause I forget, you know, as people like me, I did watch it and I did follow it. Um, but a lot of people did not. And I think that's good because do we really want to uh, reward these narcissists for displaying their dirty laundry to the world? I mean, thank God for people like you that didn't tune in because God, a lot of it is, is frivolous and it's just drivel. But 
here's the thing. And I always say this as a conservative and a community activist, we lost the culture. This is the culture. The culture is having a discussion about things we already know, but the culture needs to be taken on this path of learning and understanding what we have been saying for years, which is, hello, um, don't believe all women. You can't. There are lying women like Hillary Clinton. There's, there's, um, and, and all of that cabal on the left, leftist women love to lie. They love to manipulate. And that is clearly what Amber Heard did very unashamedly. I mean, during the trial, she was telling, um, you know, there were uh, recordings played back of her fights with um, with Johnny Depp saying that, you know, no one's going to believe you because you're a man. And and that the timing of that article that you had mentioned too, that op ed that that was uh, likely ghost written, but nonetheless, something she approved that came out to capitalize on the Me Too movement. Um, in 2018. And that to me was just shameless. It was deplorable, truly deplorable. And um, in the sense that it was unashamedly false and very damaging and basically riding that wave of saying a woman can make up false accusations about men during, and we saw that play out with Brett Kavanaugh, our Supreme Court justice, and that can be taken as truth. And finally, the culture is pushing back now and saying, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, you know, and it took a celebrity to do that, right? Yeah, just wait till the next time a woman makes an accusation against a Republican, and we will be right back to believe all women. Of course, it was always believe all women only when they accuse a Republican of something. Exactly. And let me just also add something to this. Just remember, if Johnny Depp was not the heartthrob idol that he was, that could galvanize all of these non-politically engaged women to pay attention to this trial. If he was a regular everyday Joe that looked like you and me, I don't think this discussion would have happened. And I think a lot of men said that during all of this, you know, while we're thankful at the same time, if Johnny Depp wasn't who he is or what, who he looked like being this like heartthrob and, and celebrity sex symbol for the, for a lot of younger women during his generation when he was famous, this would not have gotten the attention it did. So yes, um, uh, that's a sad fact, but you know what? I'm just happy for the outcome. Well, I'm just, uh, I, I'm just, I'm just happy it's over. I mean, I just, it, yeah, it, you're it, sick it, of it, hearing it. it, it, it you know, in any relationship, there was a country Western song. And it was like, you know, you, you just, and I can't remember, I'm not going to sing it. I won't inflict that on the audience. I don't remember the title of it. I really want you to sing it. Please sing it. It, it was to the, it was to the gist that, you, you know, from the outside, you just, you, you don't know what's going on between a man and a woman. Right. And yeah. you know, you know what, what was really cool though, is seeing all of that play out. Like, you know, on the outside, we didn't see all of this, but to hear those uh, uh, tapes, I think the culture really needed that moment, you know, this moment. So while you're, you're, you know, you're sick of it, I'm sick of it. At the same time that a bunch of sheeple needed to be awakened by seeing this play out and going, oh. Maybe we can finally get to that conclusion that believe all women is both. And let's not, you know, um, just believe them by default. And it needed this to happen. It was also a real life, and from my, from the little bit that I read about it, it was, a, it was a real life soap opera. And people follow that. And it's, it's, people can understand that. And even if it's a more extreme example than whatever they've dealt with in their marriages or relationships, everyone who's been in a relationship can understand, you know, the Sometimes the difficulties. Yeah, of, absolutely. Of, and of, 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 of that. And, uh, and of course, and you and I know how just how difficult it is to get along with women. Absolutely. Empathy is needed. I think that's important that we, you know, we, we understand that this generation is not as uh, strong as previous generations. <laughs> and uh, they need to kind of have be have their hand held through this and go, yes, all relationships are tough. When two people are together, and this is regardless of gender, two people are together in close quarters all the time. Um, there is a love for each other, but there's also the dark side that comes out because, you know, um, you lose the lines between individuals and blend into a collective. And that causes issues because no two people are the same. So, 
That's just what happens. And immature people, especially narcissistic cel- celebrities, um, that's taken to the extreme. So, yeah, it, it, it really did not put Hollywood in a good light. But nothing's put Hollywood in a good light these days. Look at Will Smith. <laughs> you know? yeah. Talk another train wreck, right? Now, I don't want, you know, I, we, we, we got real news, but uh, and maybe it kind of really is real news is that, well, before we leave Depp, my memory of Depp is one is doing the, is doing those uh, swooshbuckler movies as the pirate. And, uh, but the, but the, um, is in 2017, he was in London and he says, when was the last time an actor killed a president? Yes, I remember that. That was disgusting. It was. And you can imagine if someone had done that when Obama was in office, the reaction would have that. And that would have been that would have been the end of the person's career if they had if they had said that about Obama. But Trump, that was perfectly fine. And at the same time, there were there was a play in New York in, in New York in New York in the park. It was they were redoing Julius Caesar with Trump as Caesar. And they're, you know, they're assassinating and stabbing Donald Trump in the park. And again, because it was Donald Trump, that was that was that was uh, that was just fine. The double standards um, are staggering. I mean, really, it's so sad. But there is a, maybe there isn't just, and I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. But but um, there's a movie out. I have not seen it yet. The uh, Maverick, the second mm-hmm. Top Gun movie. And from everything, I've read, it, it's just it's setting it's set a box office record for a May opening. And it's making oodles of money. And from what I read about it, it is completely non woke. And maybe that's and whether Hollywood will learn that lesson because they've had a whole series of woke movies that have been financial disasters. Mm -hmm. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, in terms of the culture, whether that whether Hollywood learns a lesson or not. Yeah, I I think uh, we have all said this uh, for for a while now is a lot of conservatives and uh, half the country pretty much, you know, or a huge portion of the country, at least uh, I believe a majority um, have tuned out from Hollywood because we've watched so many bad movies in the last decade. I think really up to about 2010, you know, Hollywood had was appealing at least in terms of its content to uh, actual mainstream audience and being rewarded for it with uh, box office uh, records. And even um, as late as uh, the late 2000s, um, a movie named Avatar came out and that set like box office records. And that at its heart still had a very conservative, uh, tried and true timeless message, so to speak. Um, Hollywood has since abandoned that for uh, political lectures (laughs) in forms of movies uh, these days, and also taking uh, really good franchises like Ghostbusters that were iconic 80s movies, and then uh, trying to push some feminazi message through it. So these- Who are you going to call? Definitely not a bunch (laughs) of feminazi women that, you know, don't know how to change a light bulb. I mean, I want Dan Aykroyd. I want, you know, Bill Murray. <laughs> I want, the, you know, the, the, the original Ghostbusters, not this uh, knockoff, uh, you know, annoying. And they're not even likable. That's the thing that's, uh, that, that people don't understand in Hollywood. And I think when a movie like this Maverick Top Gun comes out, you start realizing the market is still there. Not everyone has decided I'm going to stay at home and watch cable TV and not go to the movies anymore. It's still an experience. It still has the ability to draw uh, people in, but the content has to be good because I certainly don't want to bring, say, my family to watch, um, you know, let's say a family of four and pay like $100 basically for an experience that sucks because the movie is terrible. And that's really what a lot of American consumers have come to. And they're wary now and they're picky. But when they see something like Maverick Top Gun, and that's got good messages, and it's executed well, and it's just a good movie, people will come out to see it. I have a lot of friends in Hollywood have reached out to me now seeing this. It's so funny. After this box office, they're like asking me to help fund uh, indie productions with a conservative message. So it's kind of awesome to see this, uh, you know, this evolution. Let's, let's take a pause here. I do want to follow what you just said. I want to, I'm going to follow up on that after, after the break. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Planet Home Lending, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just needed extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. I'm pleased to be have, have Mark Eng, a political activist, on the show with this this week. We're talking about culture, and uh, it's the specifically the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, and um, he watched some of it. I watched none of it, but culture is is really really important. And uh, Bill Whittle made uh, he, he made the following point. He says. If I say, look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman, Superman. yes. (laughs) Or if I say, just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, the tale of Fateful Trip that started from this tropic port. I don't know. You you don't get that one. Gilg is aboard this tiny ship. And his point, and then, they, and then he gave an example from a more uh, a more recent show, Family Family Guy, which I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't know the song, and don't watch the show. And so, when you you don't just embed, it's Superman or aboard this tiny ship, but you embed, but you embed the values inherent in that culture, that in that programming, and this stuff's really really important. And what you were saying before the before the before the break that you've been asked to help raise money for doing conservative mm-hmm. movies, and of course that's absolutely true. Just as just as with media, we're not going to take over CBS News. We're not going to take over uh, the, the the New York Times and so on. We, we build our own media, and we need to do the same thing with culture. But of course, yet. If, to be effective, if you if you lecture people, they tune you out. They don't go to your movie. Mm-hmm. It has to be a great, entertaining movie that people yes. want to watch. Then, when you put the, the cultural underpinning and premises of the story, they pick that up, even if they don't realize mm-hmm. they're picking it up. Absolutely. And Greg, let me just interject here with uh, you know. Dinesh D'Souza has a movie called 2000 Mules. It's amazing. Um, obviously, I, I applaud stuff like that getting created. But just remember, it reaches only a narrow audience. It reaches those who are already politically active and politic- politically knowledgeable. We have an entire population, a huge segment of our population that is voting based on very shallow information, certainly not as researched as you and I are. And those people are are moved by cultural markers and indicators, not by facts and not by, uh, you know, tangible reasons to go vote a certain way. So that, that, you know, as much as we are annoyed by the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial, that was very necessary for a lot of people to be massaged into getting to a certain conclusion that has been lacking in the national discourse. So I think conservatives need to fund um, uh, good movies, like you said, with high quality that can entertain, but also move people as far, not just by, you know, the events of the movie or quotes like you had mentioned, but also the hero arc. So in movies, there's something called a hero arc where the main character or the protagonist goes through a journey of self-discovery and learning, a transformation, so to speak. And that is how, um, and j- that transformation itself underpins the values of a culture. 
And that is what's lacking right now. Because if you think of some of the greatest movies where, you know, someone becomes from, goes from zero to hero, there is a very substantial journey of uh, maybe loss, maybe um, uh, love in their life that gets them to do higher things beyond their original purpose. So those type of things are very inherent in our value system as conservatives, but they're not out there in the market as they were very prevalent in the 80s, a little less in the 90s, but still present in the 2000s. The 2010s, after a whole Obama administration of really up doing an upheaval in the entertainment sector, and also the Chinese Communist Party buying up a lot of the uh, you know media type of outlets, uh, including entertainment, um, has caused us to put out the wrong messages through a very important medium, which is uh, movie making, TV making, entertainment. So thank you for saying what you did. Yeah, and that's, uh, you can come back to Maverick, is that they, they, they said, you know, they put in um, uh, Tom Cruise's, he has his his jacket in the movie with the Taiwan flag in it, as he, because he had been there on, on, on some tour, uh, tour of duty. And they were willing to forego the Chinese market. They're willing to forego Chinese financing to make the movie, and that's that's pretty rare. Normally, Hollywood is is hap, is willing to are even happy to bend the knee to the Chinese Communist Party to get access to to that market. Can I say that that is due to President Trump's legacy? Can I say that President Trump was the first one to stand up to the CCP unchecked domination and going around the world and buying up everything? With their mm-hmm. with the with the money, with the resources that we, the US, specifically Democrats that help fund China to become this huge economic powerhouse that ends up putting Africa and a bunch of other countries in the world under indentured servitude. That was us that funded that. I mean, it is crazy, but um I'm glad President Trump, we had four years of that to push back against unchecked China dominance. Now, do you remember um, a couple of years, a couple of years back, the video comes out of a man, Di uh, Dong Sheng in China, mm-hmm. and he, he he's the, the, the dean of economics at the equivalent, their equivalent of Harvard or Yale and an advisor to President Xi of China. And he's and, and I'm not sure what's happened to him, whether he's still alive or he's still in a, you know, he's off in a labor camp someplace, but he's bragging about, you know, before Donald Trump, we, were, we, could, we could just, we could solve things with the Americans, you know, and if, 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 a, if one stack of dollars didn't work, we'd use two stacks of dollars. Right. Well, we couldn't do that with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Yep. Finally, finally. Um, and that's what flooded our market with cheap Chinese products. And took the manufacturing out of this country, which made our men weaker. Because our everyone's going weaker. into liberal arts degrees instead of blue-collar trades. And we need those blue-collar trades. Between 2000 and 2016, 50,000 factories in America closed. I was visiting Pennsylvania a couple of years back. And uh, the, the person we were visiting there said that... Uh, Used to be every one of these little towns around here had had three or four factories in it, and they're gone. Mm-hmm. And with it goes those good-paying jobs. It's, it's a source of income. Is it's it's an underlying source of the economy. Is it makes something. It's not just services, and that services are valuable. But uh, it's the underlying. You're making something of value, and all that went away. And our leaders did nothing. They did worse than nothing. They collaborated in it. Exactly. And, you know, it just saddens me because in Pennsylvania, the first thing Biden did was uh, shut down the Keystone Pipeline and took away a lot of jobs. And we saw on Twitter a lot of um, people who lost their jobs on day one after the Biden administration came. And they were stupid enough to vote for Biden because mean tweets. I mean, come on. Priorities, guys. Priorities, America, please. Yeah, well, did they, you know, they, they, some of them may have voted for Biden, but. Um... You know, did he really did he really get 81 million votes? You mentioned uh, 2000 mules and we'll talk a little bit about that in uh, in our second half. Um, Six seconds. So let's we'll we'll wrap it up for this half. Stay tuned for the uh, exciting second half of Unite IE Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event. 
Heard Weekends right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just needed extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Hi, I'm Ron Osk with Elder Law Center. Are you concerned with an aging family member whose declining health makes them unable to manage their own affairs? Before long, you may be dealing with mental, physical, emotional, health care, and financial challenges, often more than you could have anticipated. For over 25 years, we have been helping people like you, struggling to look after mom and dad. Contact me at elderlawcenter.net or call me at 951-684-5608. That's 951-684-5608. Let me help you help your family. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm pleased to be joined by political activist Mark Eng in his radio studio parked along the side of the 18 freeway someplace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know where I'm at. Yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned 2,000 Mules. I presume you, you, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Great movie. It is, and it's done very well in terms of, of a political documentary. They, uh, the, the initial strategy of the opposition was just to totally ignore it. Hopefully it would, it would come and go and not leave a ripple in the pond, but it got enough traction they started having to attack it and rather ineffectively that the, uh, that the cell phone tracking that the FBI used to hunt down those domestic terrorists who uh, were protested on Capitol grounds and some of whom walked into the Capitol through the open doors and uh, took selfies is somehow not reliable when it's used to track uh, ballot mules going to uh, an average of, I don't know, how many was it, 10, 12, 14, 22, I forget the number of drop boxes in states where ballot harvesting is illegal. Right. And you know that that's going to happen with mail-in ballots. I mean, when people say in-person voting, that's really important for the integrity of a system. But yet people, you know, uh, the, the left is so quick to just be like, oh, that's voter suppression. I'm sorry. Uh, we need people that are invested to be voting, not just make it easy for everyone. It needs, you know, at one time when this country was founded, it had to be property owners, people with a vested stake in the community to vote. And that is how you build good communities. If you have people that are taking from the system that have no care whatsoever for the betterment of the greater community that affects them, you're going to have bad decision making as a result. And I'm just, you know, I'm thankful that, um, you know, 2000 Mules is showing this. And, you know, one of the other things that upset me really was Fox News and Newsmax suppressing this as well. Yes. You know, that that really, you know, I've had my issues with both of them, but definitely Newsmax. I always thought that they were trying to be a caricature rather than reporting the real news. Like I'm a big fan of OANN. One American News really tries its best to get the truth out and it has some good people out there. I know a lot of people that work there, Dan Ball, my, um, and even on the, you know, on the behind the scenes that are really good, honest patriots. I don't see that with Newsmax and Fox. I see a lot of political grifters on both. And, and yeah. What's amazing, and it's amazing, is that I mean, it's news. It's it's just doc, documentary. It presents the evidence. It's one thing. To, it's one thing. Maybe you don't cheerlead for it, but to totally suppress it and not discuss it. Uh, when one that I, Tucker Carlson did have Catherine Engelbrecht on to discuss what she had found, but she was forbidden to mention the name of the movie. 
on that <laughs> network. And they've and they why? That's a good question. You have Fox News, but you have almost all Republicans are have are afraid to discuss election integrity. They're afraid <laughs> to discuss the vote fraud, even though the Democrats keep using it and using it and using it and stealing elections with it. The right. most the, the greatest example of that was t- the 2020 presidential election, but they've been doing that for decades. Most likely, the 1960 presidential election was stolen, although on a smaller scale, because that one that was so close that just a relatively little bit of vote fraud in Illinois and Texas was enough to swing that election. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, you know, all these states that are, you know, it's it's up to a lot of our states that are controlled by Republicans right now to actually be principled and to fight for that. I guess that's why the energy against Brian Kemp and Raffsenberger in um, in Georgia, um, that needs to happen. And eventually those two ended up, you know, prevailing. But the good thing is this movement of addressing voter fraud has pushed them to do a few things. And that's important. We, the people, need to come together and address this. It's certainly the most rampant in California. California, this has been going on for decades now. And they just got it down to a science and then became the example for the rest of the nation. So if you want to save the country, it starts in California. We need to change the culture, brew good movements. That's very important. This is a good movement. And Dinesh D'Souza's movie is basically a must watch for any activist to see the blueprint for what it means to um, change for the better, uh, you know, a state and, you know, local counties that are doing things where it's so funny when I hear certain people, um, I don't want to bad mouth anyone, but there's a person running, you know, for a higher office right now that actually came out and said here in California that he analyzed it and there was no voter fraud. And I told him, I said, dude, it's so easy to forge signatures. It's so easy to get, if you're just printing out a million ballots, you can just clearly, you know, just uh, if a government worker that's inside can look at an old signature and copy it, it will pass the smell test very quickly because you're allowing the mail-in ballot process to, to go through. Now we have something called provisional ballots for those people with legitimate issues that cannot come in and vote. And that's completely fine. But we don't need to append the whole system to allow for all this fraud to happen. And that is exactly what is happening here in California. And good people like Senator Ling Ling Chang were ousted out. She did a great job, uh, you know, during her term. But, you know, the voter fraud was just so much that she ended up losing to her old challenger, which we recalled by 20 points, Josh Newman, in, in uh, 2020. So that's the extent of what's going on. It's very serious and we must fight it. Absolutely, because uh, with that, with that, the nation is very deeply divided on all sorts of things. <clears throat> um, good example being abortion. We believe that killing unborn children is evil, wrong, and contrary to what God wants. The other side believes just as strongly that it's a quasi-religious sacrament to be able to kill unborn children all the way up until the moment of birth. And the only possible way that, that, that people with those such diametric views, and that's just one example, can coexist is if we believe there are honest elections. If we, because you know if you, if, if you lose this time, well, two years hence, two years hence, two years hence, there are going to be more honest elections. And otherwise, the system, the republic will fall, and we either go into, I think we either go into civil war or dictatorship. You can't, ha- you can't have a system where, um, last polls, I, data I saw from Rasmussen was that 58% believe that, that fraud affected the outcome of the 2020 election. Yeah, Greg, I completely agree. And especially, you know, what's very interesting is CNN actually just came out with a poll regarding uh, the Roe v. Wade overturning. And it asked, uh, you know, people if they're going to they'll be happy about Roe v. Wade overturning or upset or neutral. 
And the happy was at 38%. And the upset was only 18%. And everyone else was neutral. So by a 20-point spread, people are more happy with more restrictions on abortions than not. So that tells you so much about how uh, the culture has changed. And, you know, it's amazing because a few years ago, um, I had an intern working for me and, um, you know, he was, uh, you know, he was Republican in in lots of other issues. But he said with pro-life, I don't know, I'm pro-choice, pro-abortion, whatever. And I kind of just highlighted some of the um, you know, the points that we always talk about, say, how about the baby's choice? How about the father's choice? No one ever thinks about that. No one talks about, you know, it takes two to make a baby. And there's a lot of women out there, you know, that are having abortions without consulting, you know, the father even. And that is, um, that is something that uh, shocked that intern. And he goes, wow, I never heard that, that perspective. And I said, wow, you went through all these years of education and didn't hear another perspective on that issue. That's sad. But yet, despite this, we have this 20 point spread from a CNN poll and some other polls like Quinnipiac, I believe, have corroborated this. We are now a pro-life generation. Because enough of my generation that was right in the height in the 80s and 90s of this whole like women's liberation movement have we've seen years play out of these women that supposedly said, I'm going to focus on a career first and have my um, have my career and I can't have a family simultaneously, which I think is very insulting to women because women are very good multitaskers. So they can do certain things, you know, in conjunction, including I've seen career women raise their children very well. Um, it can be done, but they, they've been told that they can't and they go and, you know, live this life of self gratification. And in the end, it goes against a woman's nature to nurture and to have families. And that's very sad. And this lie has been perpetuated for about three, four decades. And now women are seeing the consequences of that being, um, old spinsters or very bitter, you know, and, and um, regretting their abortions. I've seen a lot of this in middle-aged women right now who've had a lifetime of women's lip. So things are changing. It's brewing underground, kind of like what we talked about in Hollywood earlier. Things are moving. It's the ship is finally turning. It's not going full speed ahead, but we've managed to turn the ship at least facing the right direction. And it's going to slowly move there. But we need a lot of effort, including like 2000 mules and everything to wake people up back to sanity. The. uh whether women, and it's an interesting question, and uh, Prego's talked about this and, 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 and others, is go after their own devices. What would, what would, what would women prefer? And because uh, yeah, individuals can, it varies widely, like what would men prefer? You're, you're talking about in the hundreds of millions in, the, in America, billions around the world. But to the extent you can see that there's, a, there's an average is would women, if left to their own device, they had their own, they could choose the life. Would they rather have a good husband, family, that they can stay home and take care of the children, or would they rather be out working in the workplace? And I'm interesting question, and I'm not, and I'm not sure what they what what, what that answer is. But um, who was it? I don't remember who it was. Is it said that a a woman's effort, time and time and effort spent on our family and children is never wasted. And I think there's a, there's a certain sense that, yeah, it is, is you're not, uh, you're looked down upon if you make, if you're a woman, you make that choice. Um, I mean, Tucker, Tucker was talking about some a comment by G- Treasury Secretary Yellen, when he was saying that, yeah, abortion is important for the economy because we need to get those women back to work. And well, that's that's a uh, I think it's a it's, it's an interesting and revealing comment about how the other side thinks. I, I, I just think they don't think because the abortion industry and killing babies is such a mi- minute uh, uh, slice of the economy. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess Planned Parenthood has become business beyond that. But um in the grand scheme of things, uh, look at that when we focus on all the wrong things, the supply chain issues we have. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
And I think people are waking up to that. That's why the priorities, despite a monumental Roe v. Wade being overturned, that is not on the top of voters' minds right now because they have other issues to worry about, like gas prices, food prices, and inflation. I mean, all these things are on what's voters' minds right now. And it's they do not trust the Democratic Party to handle it. Right. No, I, I think I think the point was not so much the value of the abortion industry, but it was the economic value of getting women have an abortion, you get back to work and, and production and being a mm. adding to the GDP rather than taking care of uh, taking care of children. And that's so uh, let, let me push back on that. Then um, a lot of women can work from home now because of uh, COVID and all of that. So they can, they can do that. They don't have to kill their babies to be able to, uh, you know, connect online on SharePoint or on Zoom or on all these tools that we have to work from home and be productive for the GDP, especially now in the service industry, because they're not out working in the fields. They're not out working in factories, putting, uh, you know, seams together on sewing machines. That's not what's going on. <laughs> it's a different, uh, everything can pr pretty much be done on the internet. Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsors. Uh, we appreciate the support of the Beaumont Banning Cherry Valley Tea Party and uh, some lawyer named Greg Britton and also Ron Osk of the uh, Elder Law Center. We'll hear from Ron. Hi, I'm Ron Osk with Elder Law Center. Are you concerned with an aging family member whose declining health makes them unable to manage their own affairs? Before long, you may be dealing with mental, physical, emotional, health care, and financial challenges, often more than you could have anticipated. For over 25 years, we have been helping people like you, struggling to look after mom and dad. Contact me at elderlawcenter.net or call me at 951-684-5608. That's 951-684-5608. Let me help you help your family. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and we're pleased to have uh, Mark Eng, political activist, on the show. Well, Thank turn you, to, uh, California, we have an election coming up on uh, June 7th, the first round election. And I don't know, how many, how many dozen candidates are running for um, governor and senator and so on? <clears throat> who, are you, who are you favoring? For governor. Man, Gregory, I'm I'm totally uh, agnostic on so many of the races. I mean, we have a bunch of no name candidates that are uh, unfunded to win in a state. So when we talk about like statewide office, we are also the largest state in the union. So people don't understand the gravity of running to 40 million people if you're not known. So if you're if you don't have a name ID, I'm sorry to say it's an uphill battle, a very uphill battle. So um, I'm a realist and I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat things. Um, really, it's whoever you want and let that the best man may win that did the most work to get the most people behind them to uh, become the nominee for governor, for senator and all of that. If we can even get our on the ballot, because, as you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and a lot of the rhinos ended up. Uh, screwing us over and doing this jungle primary. So in a lot of races, we will only have two Democrats that are running against each other. Right. So these, you know, it's it's really rough. We should be consolidating as Republicans towards one candidate, but there are some really bad people running. Like I'm not as, I am, for example, for superintendent of uh, education, I'm supporting George Yang. George Yang has been a very good activist and helping us out. And he's a good guy, good family man. And there's another person that was very deeply involved with Rick Grinnell, as you know, on the school Lance choice. Christensen? In it. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names, I but yeah. I just um, Lance Christensen was behind the competing school choice initiative that was uh, that was running against our Educational Freedom Act. Now, how much ultimately affected it? I'm not sure that it did because he Grinnell pulled that in like January. But still, he, why? Why? Lance, they created what, division and torpedoed the movement. Right. It was really Lance Christensen that was behind that. I'm Correct. Sure Grinnell even knew what was in the what was in uh, mm -hmm. was in the initiative. Um, for governor, I plan to vote for Michael Schellenberger. I don't know if you know who that I is. I like him. And actually, it's very funny because he, I guess he's an independent right now, but yes. uh, he has Demo a Democrat background, but I think he's the guy that can win. 
That's and that's why is he's not one of he's not MAGA conservative. He's not going to be there, mm-hmm. you know, championing um, our pro-life positions. But he's better than Newsom. He's going to clean up the homeless. We're going to enforce the laws. Mm-hmm. He's for cheap and abundant water, cheap and abundant energy. And you go, and he's and he's for school choice. It's perfect. So um, that's 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 enough of a difference for me to uh, mm-hmm. to say that we have, that we have, that we that he's worthwhile supporting because I think he he's not running against he's not run if he makes it to second round, he will not have an R next to his name when <clears throat> uh, during the recall election. Before, in July, beginning of August, the polling data showed that Newsom was in danger of losing. But then he was able to change it from, are you happy with the job I'm doing, into, do you want Democrat or do you want Larry Elder, Trump Republican? And then Elder won that, not Elder, Newsom won that by 20% plus. He can't, Newsom can't do that with Schellenberger. So yes. Uh, I am that I, I plan to vote for Schellenberger, even though I don't I'm going to disagree with him on a number of things. His two books, by the way, are. Uh, Apocalypse Never, Why Environmental Extremism Hurts Us All. And his latest book is San Francisco, Why mm-hmm. Progressives Ruin Cities. Mm-hmm. So I think there's enough of a difference there that, it's, that he's worthy of uh, our support. He's got the winning message. And for L.A. County, it's the same reason why I would support Rick Caruso, because there's no one else. Um, and, you know, it, we need to kind of uh, on the Democrat side, at least, you know, wake them up to certain values of and move them a little to the right before they can swallow voting for a Republican, because that's not where we're at in the state. And we clearly saw that, as you mentioned last year, with the re- recall results. So, you know, it's important that we touch the people who are voting as annoyed as we are that they don't think like us. We do need to massage them to get to the place we are because we're all sharing the space together. Right. Unless unless we're leaving California, as as many of uh, of our people I'm not doing uh, that are, do, are doing. So I met, I met an accountant at a meeting last night, uh, night before we were recording here and uh, that uh, he said 10 percent of his clients have left the state. Mm-hmm. And you, I, you move to a place lower lower prices. Uh, you don't have as much crime. You don't have the rampant homelessness. You don't have the higher you see the higher energy prices and so on. And you go, eh, you know, that's uh, that starts to make sense. And mm-hmm. if you if you have if you have appreciated home here, you sell here. You can buy an equal or better home in another state and put them uh, and put money in the bank. Right, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. So there's so that uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, any other races that you're watching or you're behind or you're interested in? Yeah. Um, you know, I just have to say uh, it's fascinating. Uh, you know, young Kim in the 40th district decided to go hardcore trying to appeal to Democrats and then got redistricted into a heavy Republican district and now has to fight for her life in the primary. And, you know, I just go, you know, it's so funny to watch this. And um, I will I am not supporting anyone in that 40th congressional district. Um, that is a really uh, tough one because you have some train wreck candidates and young Kim. And it's just you know, it's it's just sad that we don't have good representation here. There's actually not a race locally here that I'm excited about at all. But um, I do have to say, nationally, I'm very excited about my friend Alan Fung, who's running in Rhode Island. And he he almost beat uh, Gina Raimondo for governor there as a Republican nominee. But he is now this time uh, working uh, for Congress and trying to run for Congress in a D plus four district. He's probably going to make it in. So there's some good national candidates. Obviously, I'm excited about uh, Florida. You know, the the inroads you've been making there and the growth of the Republican Party in Florida and even in Texas. So these are the types of things that give me hope nationally. But here in California, I'm not excited about filling in those bubbles. I'll be honest with you. Um, None of them really excite me. And, you know, I think I'm with you on Schellenberger. I think he is the one that's needed. And I think I will be circling in for him. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be things we don't like, but. If a choice is Schellenberger or Newsom, I think oh, no brainer. Schellenberger and just electing the guy. 
would throw a huge monkey wrench into the Democrat machine here in Cal- in, in California. And the and, Republican machine that is complicit to the Democrat machine. Yeah, there are. Yeah, the, Patterson and crew at the at the state GOP are happy to be the California version of the Washington Generals, the uh, right. the team that plays the Harlem Globetrotters uh, in in their shows. Uh, on the on the same subject, we get a little bit of time here. Is that Newsom's? If you see Newsom's ad, he's promoting Brian Dolly, the the establishment Republican choice for governor, because he what he does is he attacks Brian Dolly for being pro life. Now. For Republican voters, that one is it's name ID. You mentioned name ID, the importance of and before who knows who Brian Dolly is. So now you know him, and you know something. If you're a Republican voter, you now know something that you like about it. So Newsom is trying to get Dolly mm-hmm. into second place because Newsom knows that he'll have an easy, have a very easy election with Dolly. Greg, you're so right. We need disruptors. We can't have people like Dolly that just go along to get along. We need people like Schellenberger, even though I don't agree with him, to kind of disrupt the system and blow it up. I'm sorry. That's what we need. That's all the time we have this week. Thanks for being on the show, Mark. And we will have you back and you can get back on the road again. Tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite. You're the best, Greg. Hi, I'm Ron Osk with Elder Law Center. Are you concerned with an aging family member whose declining health makes them unable to manage their own affairs? Before long, you may be dealing with mental, physical, emotional, health care, and financial challenges, often more than you could have anticipated. For over 25 years, we have been helping people like you, struggling to look after mom and dad. Contact me at elderlawcenter.net or call me at 951-684-5608. That's 951-684-5608. Let me help you help your family. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Plant Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just needed extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.